Hi everyone, this is the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. Uh, my name is Louie. My name is Preston. Uh, today, we are talking about something a lot more serious than usual. All of our other episodes have mostly been just funny. Casual. Uh, this is going to be the most serious one yet, so if you're pushed away by any like political conversation, you can take this opportunity to tune out, because I honestly don't want people contacting me and being like why do you say that why do you think that because it's my opinion we're recording this on saturday friday friday is friday friday hours after the kyle rittenhouse verdict if you don't know who kyle rittenhouse is he's somebody that went to a black lives matter protest in wisconsin in the midst of the jacob blake uh, protest and he was armed with an automatic weapon and he shot several people and he killed two people so obviously he was indicted and the verdict after having five charges pressed against him he was not guilty on all accounts they do the multiple counts thing to run the gambit because a jury might not agree that it's uh, there's premeditated murder His whole list of charges was first-degree reckless homicide, first-degree recklessly endangering safety, first-degree intentional homicide, attempted first-degree intentional homicide, possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18, failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government. The last two were dismissed. I guess we should preface this conversation by saying that we're both white and we're not telling anybody else what to think. These things should go unsaid. These things are obvious. Yeah. Look look at the podcast cover. We're not, there's not a drip of melon in between us. But uh, it's just a fucked up world that we live in. The justice system has failed to protect its citizens once again. And I always like to do think about if the roles were reversed in this situation before calling something racist. If a black person went into a violent white protest with an automatic weapon and shot people, he probably wouldn't even have the chance to shoot people. He would probably be already shot yeah. by the police or, or by one of those protesters. protesters. Yeah. But if he did shoot somebody, there's no way in fucking hell that this would have happened. Oh. And they would have gotten off on this. And it's just crazy seeing how, like, the justice system continues to discriminate in such blatant, obvious cases. Because I don't know what is more premeditated than going to an area where you know people are fucking some shit up yeah. with an automatic weapon knowing that you'd probably have to use it. Well, the story goes that he was there to protect, like, a car dealership and to provide medical aid. Which, sure, maybe that was your intention, but if you show up with something like that level of deadly, you probably have some premeditation of trying to kill someone. Like, there's no way that you weren't expecting to use that if you're bringing it. And, like... The protection angle, I understand. He said self-defense for, like... But only one of the people that he shot had a handgun, which... I'm sure they had a fucking permit for. In the open. In the open. Yeah, I've been at a... Not concealed. No, I've been at a Black Lives Matter protest and seen Boogaloo boys chilling in their fucking Hawaiian shirts with their AKs or whatever the fuck they got. And, like, 
you're obvious as fuck, man. We all know who you are, what you're a part of. Like, some shit goes down, we're going to be like the big-ass redhead in the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. But that's why you have to, they have to bring weapons to these protests because they wouldn't be safe otherwise. Yeah. If the police and people like Kyle Rittenhouse just thought they could get away with shooting somebody, they would. Yeah. But if there's weapons there, they don't want to get killed. Getting killed is something that you can't be defended with by court. But Rittenhouse knew that he could get away with this. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done it. He knew that being allied with the police, that yeah. they talk to him softly and not drop him like they would have done if this was an armed black male. Well, and I, when I saw the jury that he had polled was, like, mostly female, I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll, like, realize that he's a monster and he's killed people's children, like, realistically. Mm-hmm. But... I guess the end result was they saw him as the child, which is fucked up. Do you think that the testimony had any bearing on uh, the result? Because he went up there and did his routine. Yeah. Like, he cried on the stand and shit, showed remorse. And it's just like, how much remorse can he really have in a situation like In a situation where you know that you might have to kill somebody. Yeah. You don't carry a gun around unless you know you might have to kill somebody. And if you're putting yourself in a dangerous environment, you have to understand that you probably will kill somebody, right? Yeah. In a dangerous environment. You have to at least be prepared for that outcome. Like, I don't think anybody should have a gun if they're not prepared to take someone's life. Like, realistically, that's what a gun is for. Yeah. And even if it is... Objectively, that's what a gun is for. Even if it is in self-defense and, like, I guess there are plenty of people who have a gun just to feel safer, even if they're not prepared to actually use it. But you can't say that that's the case when you're putting yourself in a situation like this. You can't say that you're just trying to... And there's a difference between a handgun and a rifle, like, yeah. very different weapons. I mean, basically what he has is what people used to shoot up schools. Like, that is the kind of weapon that he had. So he could have taken out way more people. Yeah, and he probably wanted to, but... Probably. Thankfully, he wasn't able to. And I'll be honest, I don't even know the names of the people whose lives he took, but at a certain point, it's like, how many names do we have to remember yeah. Because there's just been so many. There have been names for our entire lives. Trayvon Martin thing was big a decade ago. That's part of the system that we just focus on these on like a case-by-case basis. And we're not supposed to look at the bigger picture in any of these situations. We're thinking, oh, we feel so sorry for Trayvon Martin. Oh, we feel so sorry for Breonna Taylor. At a certain point, you're lying if you look and you don't see a correlation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just so much history. It's... it's. I think the media is the biggest propagators of racial violence in this era because they're pitting us against each other. Yeah. I mean, half half the news is racist. That's like half of what people watch is Fox. And then the rest is just like about catching people's attention. Mm-hmm. And that's why they treat every case like it's its own thing instead of part of a trend. Mm-hmm. 
and like that's how they pull in views is like oh my god I can't we can't believe this happened of course of course it fucking happened because it's a situation where shit like that happens yeah and I don't like seeing on the internet like people are just saying like well I'm not surprised and it's like we're just so desensitized to yeah. these killings and that's all we can say that we're not surprised that we're not shocked that a white person was able to kill a black man and be free within the year yeah. right that doesn't make it okay we're just so desensitized to it that we almost don't care i mean it's hard to when your government lets you down repeatedly they have because it like we said it's blatantly obvious yet he still got away with it so did you see what biden said about it yeah, I did. Biden said the jury system works and we have to abide by it. Does it? And Does it really? At a certain point, we can't look at what's happening and say that it's a case-by-case basis. I think looking at the objective facts, we can draw parallels to every other situation that's exactly like this, right? In every situation, the same thing happens. There are the liberal media outlets and that act like it, this is just a one-off tragedy that should have never happened wrong place wrong time kind of thing and then the other side blames the victims they say well Trayvon Martin had weed in the system so he obviously wasn't a good person they say oh Breonna Taylor was with a drug dealer so she should have known the risk and it's like at a certain point that's not her risk we have to understand that None of these outlets are for us. It's just, it's fucked up, because a lot of the times those takes on it try to dehumanize people because of how they are living their life. Yeah. And realistically, it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but the police like to treat it as guilty until proven otherwise. And you have to think every human being deserves a certain level of respect and every human being deserves a certain peace of mind to know that they're not going to get killed in their own home. And just like anybody who likes to preach Second Amendment, that's mostly what it's for, is to defend your home and defend yourself. And if police are able to get no-knock warrants, what are you supposed to think that it's the police just busting down your door? You're just going to think that somebody's breaking into your house. like. And what are you going to respond with if you have a gun? Self-defense. Yeah. It's self-defense in every situation involving a white person, and it's It's I was threatened from the police perspective. Yeah. And, like, assault rifle-style weapon, obviously prepared to kill somebody if you are strapped with that. Yeah. But police are out here just not even thinking when it comes to a black kid who's just walking home because they're more they, threatened by that they than always say they feel threatened but if your ego is that fragile you shouldn't have a gun you shouldn't have a badge but you're not threatened by this kid with a assault rifle how the fuck does that make sense they're threatened by the color of their skin absolutely not the weapons they carry and that that is the epitome of racism is looking at another human being and seeing a threat. So with the jury, I'm going to circle back a little bit because 
a lot of the systems that are included in systematic racism are implicitly racist. They're not explicitly racist. There is no there is nowhere in the Constitution that says white people get a jury of their peers and black people get a jury of people that are out to get them. Yeah. No, that's never how it happens. It's, it's just how a jury of it their ends peers up being because society is structured that way. Well, if you think about it, these minorities are taught that their the color of their skin is less than white people. Their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And so they're taught that they have to compete with each other for like monetary resources because they're put at a economic disadvantage as soon as they're born. And so black people will go into a jury and see each other and they might not have the same benefit of the doubt as us white people do who are always like, oh, he's just a kid. Oh, he didn't mean to do anything. And somehow they can when, always take it and make it as, oh, they're misunderstood. The fuck you mean? They, I, they have way more advantages and resources than the minorities that don't even get a trial because they just get shot. Black people have the unfair burden that they have to defend like the image of their race because in situations where white people like Kyle Rittenhouse are killing people, Race isn't even a part of the conversation. Even though the vast majority of shooters and serial killers are white males, race isn't even a part of the conversation. But when we're talking about a black person committing a crime, that's the front of the headline. Like, Mm -hmm. it's something that they have to worry about. So as a black juror, maybe they're not getting the same benefit of the doubt. In a lot of situations where somebody is at a Black Lives Matter protest or at a uh, white supremacist protest, they feel like they have to defend their race. And, like, demographically, I I can't understand any white supremacist who makes the argument of, like, we need to preserve white culture. Like, white culture is the world's culture. What the fuck are you talking about? Half the world is basically white and it just in this country there are white people on every continent and there will always be hella white people there are countries in africa filled with white people yeah so it's not like that's even a valid excuse like they can say that but you can look at statistics on like demographics and see that That they're just inherently wrong but somehow they have convinced themselves that they are right and that's that's all the conspiracy theories and shit and like there's so many sub factions of these psychos but they all have like a core belief that their culture is being threatened somehow I don't know how people are that stupid and I think it shows how like flawed the education system is as well that people are able to like be convinced of bullshit like this yeah they're not teaching critical thought no Definitely not. And, like, I'm glad that I've had teachers along the way that have helped me think and, like, actually think Mm -hmm. versus just thinking that I know shit. Um, Because there is definitely a level of stupidity where you think you know a lot, but you really don't because you're oblivious to what you don't know. 
So, I'm watching this uh, docu-series on Netflix right now called The Staircase. Basically, this dude's uh, wife falls down the staircase, and he's tried, and uh, he's eventually found guilty, and, you know, ten years later, he's finally getting, like, the ability to appeal his case, and uh, uh, there was a good point made on there, like, they can't they can't not continue to prosecute him because at a certain point, like, you're just defending... The government's defending themselves as a whole. Like, they can't look at the prosecutor 10 years ago who's now, like, the district judge and be like, well, he was fucking completely wrong in doing this. We're sorry you're going to be let out. No, they have to... They have to protect their image, honestly. They, they have to act like the system does work, otherwise mm-hmm. the system won't work. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is the... So that's why... The power of illusion yeah. in that. So that's why the uh, cops work so closely with the court system, with the lawyers, with the prosecutors, with the defense attorneys, too. Yeah. They they try to do whatever's in their best image. And whatever they think their best image is is what's going to end up being portrayed in the media. What's your take on defunding the police? What does that mean to you? Because I am pro-defunding the police. Well, defunding the police just means taking the money, taking the vastly oversized police budget that we have now and reallocating it to other areas that would be more beneficial than having police. If you don't know, the militarization of the police has been a product of police having too much budgets. They really do get, like... Tanks and shit. They do. They, they A lot of police forces across this country have access to military weapons and vehicles because when the military is done with them and needs to make some money, they end up selling them to police forces. Mm-hmm. And there is no reason that your local police department needs a fucking tank or a bomb-proofed Hummer or... Well, you think about... Assault weapons or a bazooka. Like We were talking about the inherent like purpose of having a gun. Yeah. Is to kill people. The inherent purpose of having a tank is to destroy buildings. As citizens, we should be worried that the cops have weapons that can destroy buildings like that. We don't want them to have that power. If they're deluded to thinking that there's a situation where they need something like that, where they'd have to blow up. Favorite word in their vocabulary the is probable cause, and if they feel like they can they'll do it like yeah it, it is insane and you did give a great definition of defunding the police because it's really about like not taking like getting rid of the police it's about having the police but having them do what their actual job is which is to defend the public and ha- putting the rest of the money that they really don't need because they don't need to be buying fucking tanks mm-hmm. into resources that'll actually help prevent crime, mm-hmm. like a better education system, better like social services, better social services, and like, and I do think there is a level of citizen responsibility to some degree. Like, everybody sees videos of Karens just automatically calling the police because they feel like they've been, 
mm-hmm. unjustly treated for some reason and or threatened by no one and like it should not be your first response to call 911 you should call emergency services you should call an ambulance like i've definitely seen homeless people where i used to live just like tweaking out on the sidewalk i'm not going to call the cops on them cuz no they're not bothering anybody they're in distress they need help yeah call a fucking ambulance like a normal decent human being well the thing about that is that's going into the defund the police conversation because ambulances are expensive and EMTs don't really have the tools to be able to help true mentally ill people on the street or drug addicted people on the street or anything like that like there is a a movement in Canada to provide like safe drugs to addicts and like it's totally illegal but there have been some like through this process there have been some advancements in like actually providing decent resources to addicts um but they basically obtain safe heroin safe meth safe cocaine to distribute in like pre-portioned amounts to allow someone to get their fix but not enough to like overdose on mm-hmm. and it's it's actually shown to help with like overdose rates well, and you'd think that it would they're help. not getting shit that's just going to kill them as soon as they use it you'd think that would help just off the baseline that you're getting clean stuff and not stuff laced with like fentanyl or other shit that kills you yeah like just off of that alone, like the portioning thing sounds interesting. Yeah, they they dose it out to where it's it's just enough to get by. It's not like it's it's to treat your addiction sent, uh, symptoms basically. And realistically, any government could set up a program like that where because we already mass produce have companies that mass produce drugs that are just as addictive. Mm-hmm. Putting money into resources like that, putting money into resources like dealing with growing homeless issue. Mm-hmm. And do you see that they're building like a space downtown for homeless people to like camp out at? That's cool. I think it's cool. I hope it works. It probably won't. And well, I'm sure is- it's not going to be enough space for all the people. I'm sure they're going to have some system and they're going to turn some people away, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I think it's fucked up that they're okay setting up like a two block space for them, but our, uh, our local government likes to go and burn down homeless camps when they're not bothering anyone. That's what I was going to say. Like, they almost have a responsibility at this point to do something for them to make like a Definitely. communal area because of how many homeless camps that they've shaken up and broken up. They do it right before the derby because, you know. Gotta make the city look good. They don't want homeless people to be a stain on the city when all of the rich tourists come into town. And so they can come here and act like everything's fine here when shit's fucked up here. And it's fucked up everywhere.
yeah. lot of the issues that we're talking about that apply to our city apply to cities all over the country and are generally worse in cities throughout the country because we're not even that big of a city but our eviction rates unbelievably high so we do have a like compared to our population size a rather large homeless population but again back to like citizen responsibility i think there is a lot of like if you don't see it it's not their mentality uh-huh. and i have i told you the story about uh this cop that's a regular at my job Mm-mm. she comes through pretty often Sometimes she's in her, like, police SUV. Sometimes she's in her regular-ass car. And one of my coworkers, we were running a promotion for uh, no homelessness. And there were billboards throughout the city for it, too. But all of our cups had a little blurb, and we had some pamphlets. And it was about just, like, explaining how our eviction rate's, like, twice that of New York City, which is kind of insane for the size of us compared to New York. And uh, he just, like, explained to her, because she asked, like, what it was. And he said, oh, here, it's a nonprofit. We have a, like, growing homelessness issue in Louisville. And she said, yeah, somebody should really get rid of them. Like, deadpan as fuck, not the person that I want to trust with a gun mentality if you think... Yeah, somebody should get rid of them. Not, somebody should do something about that. Well, you know, getting rid of them is a a horrible word choice and makes me distrust police even more than I already do. But the word somebody, too, is just like, it's almost comical because it's like, whoa, somebody should do something about that. As a police <laughs> as a police officer who's supposed to do something about that, but I, I'm sure that is not her mentality. I'm sure she thinks her job is something entirely different, entirely more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More heroic, glorious, glorious. Yeah, a lot of them do have this mentality of like, if you've been raised to think cops are the good guys, you become a cop to feel like one a of the good, good guys. guys. Yeah. And if that's how you view the police, you're definitely someone who shouldn't be armed with a badge and a gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone should really get rid of them. <laughs> Fucking awful. Horrifying. With the system we have in place, with the inherently racist system we have in place, that is implicitly racist where we're supposed to have a fair trial, we're supposed to have a jury of our peers we're supposed to there's supposed to be an objective view from like the police and stuff where do we even start with all of this because with change yeah because it's almost an issue so big that you can't almost even explain it to somebody in a short period of time because when you talk about it you have to talk about history you have to talk about what's happening currently you have to talk about cause and effect you have to talk about legislation and the purposes behind it and the people who created it well and realistically a lot of these systems 
have been built on racism historically. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't be talking about any of this without acknowledging first that historically our country is unbelievably racist. Slavery persisted in America long after it was outlawed throughout the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and like in a lot of areas, the police were initially to capture escaped slaves. Mm-hmm. Like that was their original job. So it is an inherently racist system. Sometimes it does work. We're not saying that like it never works, but it's one of those things it where it's <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's impossible to say, destroy it all, start over. Like, and just bureaucracy-wise, impossible. Yeah. It would never happen. But reform is a real thing. I think having better screening for police, better training, defunding, and reallocating parts of their current job that they don't do well to people who are actually prepared to do the right thing is important and like it's the same thing for basically the entire political system of like you might feel like screw it we need to start over but that's not really going to happen you have to work with what we have sadly Unfortunately, that doesn't make a difference in this situation that we're talking about. The only way that changing what police we have might help would be Kyle Rittenhouse would be shot dead after killing people instead of captured and babied. That's just a sad reality to think about. The police aren't even really... It's been easy the past few years especially to look at the police and say, oh, this is the problem in the legal system. Yeah. Really, the whole legal system is the system whole legal, is the system. Problem with legal system. Yeah. The laws, the court proceedings, everything. Like, well, there's no world where he should have gotten off for this. It's fucked up the way that our government works because it's not like we omit anything. It's just we make an amendment. So anything that was there is still there, but we've added new rules to it. Uh-huh. So, like there's still plenty of racist framework to our laws but just over time we've been like okay well that aspect of it's not okay and we've like cherry picked the original work instead of saying "Mm, let's try something new because this obviously isn't working I was watching a clip from Joe Rogan and they were talking about how it's like if you brought one of the founding fathers to the modern day they would just be absolutely confused as fuck as to why we haven't really changed anything. We're still using the same old constitution that they wrote with a fucking feather and by a candle. And, like, it's it's the same thing as, like, people who are Christian and follow old words. Mm-hmm. But, like, America's not that old. I don't know why we're so hung up on what dead people have said. I think that To kind of end on a positive note, I think that the original idea of having, like, a system where we can build onto it as time goes on, it was always designed to change over time. Yeah. We have gotten so set in stone that there's nowhere to move. We're stuck. Well, and, like, I love 
a lot of aspects of this country and I love the idea of democracy because a lot of it goes back to the French Revolution and a lot of those philosophers and yeah and just this idea of like the public deserve to rule Mm -hmm. not be ruled and there is right and enlightenment and they there's literally it, it was Locke that said that if the government fails to serve the people the people have the right to overthrow it and I felt like we got to that point a long time ago where the government forgot that its job was to serve us and deserves to be corrected. I was thinking that back 2016. And even before that, I wasn't old enough to really have that opinion, but I'm sure plenty of other people have also felt like that for a long time. History loves to repeat itself and we keep fucking up in the same ways. You were trying to end on a positive note and I just fucked it up. You were trying to end on a positive note and I just fucked it up. I think that's a good note to end on too. I don't know. Just some food for thought. <laughs>